Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Asyhadu an la ilaha illallah Alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falamudillalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna sayyidana wa sanadana wa habibana wa shafi'ana wa maulana muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim inna qaruna kana min qawmi musa fabagha alayhim wa atainahu minal kunuz ma inna mafatihahu latanu'u bil usbati ulil quwah إذ قال له قومه لا تفرح إن الله لا يحب الفرحين وابتغ فيما آتاك الله الدار الآخرة ولا تنس نصيبك من الدنيا وأحسن كما أحسن الله إليك وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من عير أخاه بذنب لم يمت حتى يعمله أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Respected ulama, honorable hufaz, beloved brothers and elders, this world as it stands, the entire universe as it stands and as long as it stands, is the sole creation of Allah Taala. Allah created this world and He adopted certain systems. One system, one natural way and method that Allah has adopted in the creation of this world. Allah makes mention of it in the Quran Kareem and Allah says وَمِن كُلِّ شَيْءٍ رَقْنَا زَوْجَيْنِ Something that has always been existent and prevalent 
from the time of inception till the day of Qiyamah, Allah says we've created this world, everything in this world, we've created them in pairs. خَلَقْنَا زَوْجَيْنِ Mufassirin explain these pairs to be opposites. In other words, if you find the night, you'll find the day. If you find something dark, you'll find something bright. You find something sweet, you'll find something sour. If you find someone wealthy, you'll find someone poor. You find someone privileged, you'll find someone underprivileged. This is the nature of this world. No one is, the entire world is not created that everyone is on the same platform, on the same level. There'll always be the high and the low. There'll always be those who have more and those who have less. Then Allah says, what's the purpose of this creation? Why has Allah adopted this method? So that you may ponder, you may reflect, you may use this as a means of thinking that this is the decision of Allah. And Allah wants you to ponder and reflect. Turn to Allah in gratitude if Allah has blessed you with something more. And turn to Allah again if you are blessed with something less. The bottom line is Allah didn't create this fluctuation and these different levels and opposites so that you and I begin to boast over what we have. If you see someone less privileged or underprivileged than yourself, it should never lead you to thinking this is my perfection, this is what I have got because of myself and my own expertise. Rather you attribute the bounty to Allah. It's very easy and simple. When a person is underprivileged, it's natural for him to look at those who have more. That's his test. Rather than extending his eyes and staring, he looks at what he already has, rather than what he's missing. But just as there's a test for the man who's underprivileged, there's also a great test for the person who's been blessed with much more than others. What should his response be? Should he feel this is a reason for me now to undermine, for me now to look down, for me now to despise others? No. His test is, oh Allah, this bounty has come from you and you alone. Let me use these bounties to get closer to Allah. Let me use these bounties to ponder and reflect over Allah. Oh Allah, you could have made me in the underprivileged, but you blessed me with so much. An incident is narrated in Quran Kareem. Allah speaks about a man who was blessed immensely. One is you take a story from the books of history. A historian narrates to you something, and in that narration, there may be something questionable. You don't know about the authenticity and the reliability of his narration. But one is what Allah talks about in Quran, there can be nothing more truthful, there can be no narration more precise. Allah speaks about Qarun and He says, Inna Qarun kana min Musa. Look at the background of this man. Allah blessed him in so many ways. Number one, Allah says he was from the people of Musa salam. He wasn't just an ordinary person, he was the relative and the first cousin of a Nabi. Then, in that time, for someone to memorize the Holy Scripture was not a common thing. In today's time, we find little children become Hafiz of the Quran-i-Kareem. 
Allah increase them and Allah give them ability and make these Huffas continue. At that time, for someone to memorize the heavenly book was something unique and strange. Qarun was one of those people who memorized the Torah from cover to cover. Allah blessed this man with so much of wealth. That leave alone what the historians say. Look what Allah says regarding Qarun. وَآتَيْنَاهُ مِنَ الْكُنُوزِ مَا إِنَّ مَفَاتِحَهُ لَتَنُوْ بِالْعُصْبَةِ أُلِلْقُوَةِ Leave alone the wealth he owned, the gold he owned, the silver he owned, the properties he owned. Leave alone all that wealth. Just the keys. These are the words of Quran. Allah's words. Just the keys to open the vaults and the safes where his wealth was kept, a large group of strong people were required only to carry the keys. What wealth Allah blessed this man with? But at the end, Allah says what happened to Qarun, فَخَسَفْنَا بِهِ وَبِدَارِهِ الْأَرْضِ We sunk him, as well as whatever he owned, we sunk him into the earth. Some Mufassirin explain his punishment would be, he'll continue sinking till the day of Qiyamah. He was blessed with so much, he was privileged. But where Qarun fell, Allah explains in the Quran, When people came up to him and they said, O Qarun, ahsin, kama ahsan Allahu ilayk, you be kind, you be good, you show some mercy to Allah's creation, and you bless them like Allah has blessed you. You share with them like Allah has shared with you. Qarun immediately responded. Remember we said, each person, the privileged and the underprivileged, each one goes through his fair share of the test. If you have something others don't have, you attribute that to Allah. And what did Qarun say? What you speaking about being kind to others like Allah was kind to me? Whatever I got is because of my expertise. Whatever I got is because of my knowledge, because of my experience and my hard work. This is where I am because of how I worked, because of how I toiled and I strived. So don't bring these stories to me. That's the point Qarun fell. Then when we make these statements, Allah says, فَخَسَفْنَا بِهِ There's no sign of Qarun today. Why? We sunk him and whatever he owned to the earth because he attributed to himself. Respect the elves and friends, a point to understand. There's something known as confidence. And there's another thing known as arrogance. What's the difference between confidence and arrogance? There's a fine line. What's the fine line between these two? Ulama-i-kiram, they make it clear. And they explain to us the fine line between confidence and arrogance. Confidence is where you are enjoying a bounty of Allah and you attribute the bounty to Allah. Oh Allah, it's not me. Oh Allah, it's not my knowledge, it's not my wealth, it's not my influence, it's not my expertise, it's not my acumen. Oh Allah, it's only you. I'm enjoying these privileges and bounties because you chose it to come my way. Allah says we are in charge of distribution and we give more and we give less. It's only from our side. When you enjoy the bounty, you're happy in that bounty, you're confident over what you have that you attribute it to Allah, that's perfection. That's enjoying and that's shukr. But the moment you enjoy that bounty and you feel this bounty is because of me, it's because of what I've earned and you remove Allah from the equation, you go on your path 
of self-confidence, arrogance and pride, it's me. Now this becomes a problem and this becomes a recipe for your destruction. At no point, no matter what level of ni'mat you enjoy, at no point are you ever allowed for even a fraction, for even a small minuscule percent to look down and despise the next person. To understand this, Mufassirin explained, look at the ayat of Quran. When Allah appointed Musa salam as a Nabi, Musa salam requested, oh Allah, this is a huge task. I've got the entire Banu Israel to take care of and look after. And I'm being sent to the tyrant of the time. Oh Allah, I ask you to give me some support. My brother Harun, appoint him as a Nabi as well. Allah answers the dua and He says, both of you now go to Fir'aun and give him the da'wat and the invitation of Islam. Call him to Islam, give him that invitation. Now who's going where? Musa salam and Harun Islam, who are the best and elite of Allah's creation. You are appointed with nubuwat. Nubuwat you cannot earn and gain and achieve through your own effort. It's not election, it's selection. Who Allah chooses to come there, you cannot gain this of your own. They are a special creation of Allah, given a special duty. They are the highest and the best in the sight of Allah. No one can come near the rank of a Nabi. These two Anbiya are being sent to who? To the greatest tyrant, to the worst tyrant that ever set foot on the earth. His tyranny has become parable today, has become a parable today, has become proverbial. But when Allah sends Musa and Harun to Fir'aun, what does he tell them? You and I would think that man is, is so oppressive, so when you talk to an oppressive man, you must fight fire with fire. No, Allah tells them, فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلَ اللَّيْهِنَا لَعَلَّهُ يَتَذَكَّرُ أَوْ يَخْشَى Oh my Nabis, when you're speaking to Fir'aun, he may be abusive, he may be Derogate, he may, uh, he may be, uh, adopt a derogatory manner and method. He may be insulting you. But when you speak to him, speak with soft words. Speak kindly to him. Speak kindly to him. Maybe he'll accept or he will accept the religion of Islam. Even a Nabi is not allowed to look down at anyone or despise the man he's speaking with. This is what we learn from these verses. And respect the elders and friends. When we're going to look down at someone, these aren't my words. These are the words of Rahmatul Lil Alameen. These are the words of Hudan Lil Alameen. That being and that man who was sent as a mercy and guidance to come to the day of Qiyamah, the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What did he say? He said it so clearly, Man bizambin, lam yamut hatta ya'mala. When you look down at someone, when you look down at someone, maybe Allah has blessed you with influence, Allah has blessed you with wealth, Allah has blessed you with a list of bounties. When you look at those bounties, then look what I have and he doesn't. Look what I have and they don't. When you take and adopt that part, and you look down at him for something, the wording of the hadith, the exact verbatim translation, when you look down at him for a wrong that he committed, you look down at him for a sin the man committed, He's committing a sin and you're looking down at him. Allah has blessed you with maybe the ability to come for salah. Allah has blessed you with many things as far as deen and dunya is concerned. But you aren't allowed to despise anyone. When you're despising him for a wrong, what did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa say? These aren't my words. 
It's not my warning. It's the warning of the guy salatu wasalam. Lam yamut. Hatta ya'amala. A day will come. You won't leave the world until you get caught up in the very same wrong. You look down at him for a wrong he committed. You despised him. You look down at him, you look at him with contempt. A day will come that you won't die till you get involved in the very same crime. We've heard this time and again what goes around comes around. When you act good, Allah allows good to flourish. But when you engage in wrong, especially looking down at others, then you get involved in the same wrong. Like another hadith, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, مَا أَكْرَمَ شَابٌ شَيْخًا لِأَجْلِ سِنِّهِ إِلَّا قَيَّدَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مَا يُكْرِمُهُ عِنْدَ سِنِّهِ Whenever a youngster, a youngster, he honors someone elder than him. A youngster honors an elder. Why? Not because of his wealth, position, knowledge or learning. Just because that man or that person has age to his credit. He's got age and he's elder than me. A youngster is respecting an elder just because of his age and seniority. What happens? Allah says a day will come when this youngster becomes old, Allah will appoint youngsters to honor him. The words of Rasulullah You do good to others, good comes back to you. When Rahimahullah said it so beautifully, he said do good and throw it into the ocean. One day it will come back to you in the desert. Do good and throw it in the ocean. One day the good will come back to you in the desert. Nabi alayhi salatu was salam is saying, you do good to others, good will come back to you. You be bad to others, you despise others, Allah forbid you'll fall in the very same wrong. Mullah al-Qadi rahimahullah has narrated an incident on the authority of Ibn Khalliqan rahimahullah. And he says, there was a man from amongst the former people who was blessed in many ways. The man was blessed with wealth, so much of wealth, so much of influence, so much of respect. He, Allah made it such, he got married, he found a suitable spouse. They were living a good life and a happy marriage. He says one day the couple sat down to eat. He sat down to eat with his family after maybe a long day work. He sits down and they even make mention of what was the menu. There was some type of roasted chicken that was in front of them. As they are about to eat, there was a knock on the door. The husband gets up in fury and frustration. Who's disturbing me and who's disturbing my meal? He goes to the door and he opens the door. Fajahu Sail. There was a beggar at the door. The husband was infuriated, he was upset and irritated. That why is this man disturbing me when I'm sitting to eat with my family? The narration continues. Faraddahu Khaiba. He gave him a mouthful and he chased him away. Leave alone, not giving him anything. He swore him, he shouted him, and he ridiculed him and pushed him away. Remember what comes to us comes from Allah so that we can be the means of serving the creation of Allah. At this point, important to understand the ayat of Quran, Allah teaches us so beautifully قَوْلُ الْمَعْرُوفُ وَمَغْفِرَةِ قَوْلُ الْمَعْرُوفُ وَمَغْفِرَةِ خَيْرٌ مِّن صَدَقَةٍ يَدْبَعُهَا أَذَا Sadaqah is a great deed. The power that Sadaqah has, very few deeds have the power that Sadaqah has. Allah has explained this to be more powerful than the mountains, than steel, than fire. In any creation of Allah is the sadaqah a man gives with sincerity. Yet, 
if a person is giving sadaqah and after that sadaqah, after he gave something, he gives the man a mouthful. He shouts him, he irritates him, he annoys him, he ridicules him, he despises him and looks down. Allah says better than that sadaqah, after which harm is followed, is what? Qawlul ma'roof. Rather than giving that sadaqah is, speak kindly to the man and overlook him. That's better than giving him something and making him feel bad. So if you can't give anything, don't make the man feel bad. Here, this wealthy person didn't give anything. Rather, he just swore him and sent him away. Remember, Allah is the giver. Allah is the doer. Everything happens according to the will of Allah. This was the slip of this man. This was where things began turning for him. The tables are in the controls are in Allah's hands. Like you and I, the switch we think is in our hands. Switch it on and switch it off. Now from this point, things turn for this wealthy man. And then what happened? Whatever he owned just began diminishing. All the wealth, the property, the fame and influence, everything began going away. Between him and his wife, things didn't work out. He divorced her. He lost his wealth. He lost his wife. And it so happened his wife remarried. Now she's sitting with a new husband. Again, Allah blessed her. She's leading a happy life. And strangely, in the new marriage, this new couple, they decide to sit down for meals. As they sit for meals, again, there's a knock on the door. So instead of the, instead of the husband going, the husband addresses the wife and tells her that knock at this hour doesn't seem to be someone visiting. It seems it's someone begging. Whatever meal we have in front of us, take this meal and give it to him. Now we leave here at the Jaja. The same food we have, give it to him. She picks up the meal and she goes to the door, opens the door, gives the meal. But when she looks at this beggar, she looks at him as she passed the food over. She looked and looked away, then she looked for a second time to make sure this man looked very, very familiar to her. When she looks carefully, everything of his matched a certain description. She comes back and now she's crying. Husband asks her, what happened? Why are you crying? She says, when I looked at this man, I had to look again and look carefully. I realized this was my husband of yesterday. This was the man I was married to yesterday. He was such a wealthy man, but everything changed. Everything fell. This man had lost whatever he had, even lost his marriage. So this new husband, he looks at her, he pacifies her, because obviously she was emotional, looking at what happened to this man, where he was and where he is today. Then he tells her, the story doesn't end there. Do you know who I am? Let me introduce myself. I was the beggar of yesterday. I was the man who was begging yesterday and I was kicked out. I was chased away. Today, Allah has turned the tables. Today, Allah has turned the tables. Allah has blessed me with the wealth I didn't have yesterday. Allah has blessed me with the wife and the family I didn't have yesterday. Why? Allah has taken it away from that man and given it to me. Because that man lacked in being grateful to Allah. When we are blessed with something, brothers, the lesson is simple. Attribute it to Allah. Never use this as a means of looking down and despising anyone. Remember the first person to make this statement, Ana khayrun min. The first person to make the statement, I am better than him, was none other than shaitan.
The Arabic poet says it so beautifully, كُلِّ فَقَائِلُهَا بِالْخُرُّوجِ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ The man who made the statement was compelled. He was banished. Not from a town, not from a country, not from a continent. He was banished from residing in Jannah. He was taken out of Jannah. So he says, فَحْذَرْ أَن تَرَى نَفْسَكَ خَيْرًا مِنْ أَحَدٍ so be careful of ever regarding yourself to be better than anyone, lest, lest it be that you are also deprived entry into Jannah. Like Shaitan was, like Shaitan was, was, was banished. So it's simple, respect the elders and friends in this world. We find ourselves in situations, Allah has blessed us. And after that blessing, we need to advise others. We need to encourage others. The message is simple, advise but don't despise. Advise, but don't despise. Never let it be. It may, be, it may have happened that we may have noticed people engaging in wrong, committing haram, doing whatever wrong we know of. But it doesn't give us any license to judge that man or to look down at him. Why? Because maybe his sin was in front of us, but his toba may have taken place in the dead of night. When no one was watching, and you're running him down for something, you're despising him for a wrong, not knowing he already made toba from that, and now this becomes a recipe for your destruction, and you getting involved in the same wrong, or Allah forbid, even worse. So may Allah Taala give us the tawfiq to clean our hearts, never to despise anyone at any time, and always look at the bounties Allah has blessed us with, and attribute it to Allah and not to ourselves. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا لِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ
الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس قال الله جل وعلا إن قارون كان من قوم موسى فبغى عليهم وآتيناه من الكنوز ما إن مفاتحه لتنوء بالعصبة أولي القوة إذ قال له قومه لا تفرح إن الله لا يحب الفرحين وابتغي فيما أتاك الله الدار الآخرة ولا تنس نصيبك من الدنيا وأحسن كما أحسن الله إليك وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من عير أخاه بذنب لم يمت حتى يعمله رواه الترمذي بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ونسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس اتقوا الله في السر والعلن وذروا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وحافظوا على الجمع والجماعة ووطنوا أنفسكم على السمع والطاعة وعلموا أن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه ثم ثنى بملائكة قدسه ثم ثلث بالمؤمنين من برية جنه وإنسه فقال تبجيلا لقدر حبيبه وتعظيما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم فصلي وسلم وبارك على أحد خلقك إليك وأكرمهم لديك سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأتباعه كما تحب وترضى عدد ما تحب وترضى وارض اللهم عن أبي بكر صديق نبيك من قال في حقه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لو كنت متخذا خليلا لاتخذت أبا بكر خليلا وارض اللهم عن الناطق بالصدق والصواب من قال في حقه السيد الجن والبشر لو كان بعدي نبي لكان عمر وارض اللهم عن كامل الحياء والإيمان من قال في حقه السيد ولد عدنان لكل نبي رفيق في الجنة ورفيقي فيها عثمان بن عفان وارض اللهم عن مركز الولاية والقضاء من قال في حقه النبي الأواه من كنت مولاه فعلي مولاه وارض اللهم عن السيدين ريحانتي سيد الكونين من قال في حقهما سيد الكونين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة الحسن والحسين وارض اللهم عن أمهما فاطمة الزهراء من قال في حقها رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيدة نساء أهل الجنة فاطمة وارض اللهم عن جميع الصحابة خصوصا عن معابية وعن بنات نبيك زينب ورقية وأم كلثوم وفاطمة وعن أزواجه المطهرات خصوصا عن خديجة وعائشة وحفصة وعن عمي نبيك أبي عمارة الحمزة وأبي الفضل العباس 
وعن التابعين وأتباعهم أجمعين إلى يوم الدين ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله تعالى يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأعز وأجل وأتم وأهم وأعظم وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون Straighten the sofs, ensuring that our heels are on the line and that there are no gaps in between. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Malik Yawm Al-Din Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Al-Sirat Al-Mustaqeem Sirat Al-Ladheena An'amta Alayhim Ghayri Al-Maghdubi Alayhim Wal-Dhalleen Sabih Isma Rabbika Al-A'la الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية؟ وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع 
لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها رين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبن كيف خنقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا ومولانا محمد وآله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم عنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك وربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا ومولانا محمد وآله وأصحابه أجمعين برحمتك يا رحمة